Welcome to Chasing Dramas. We are your hosts, Karen and Kathy. Today, we are starting a new series for the podcast in addition to our bread and butter of explaining Chinese culture and history of specific Chinese historical dramas. This series is called In the Know. We've gotten some feedback, and it seems like our listeners want to learn more about the Chinese entertainment industry, pop culture, and gossip on a more real-time basis. And so while we love to watch Chinese dramas like any other millennial or quite frankly, pop culture loving duo, we also love all the dramas and gossip in the industry. We don't really talk about it in our previous series, but it's not like we're not following Chinese Twitter or Weibo and like following along all the gossip on a daily basis anyway. So we're like, why not talk about it on this podcast? Because maybe people will want to hear about what's going on. For this episode, we will start off with the big bombshell pieces of information or entertainment news from the first half of 2022. What's great about this is that these actually do impact upcoming dramas. So now you guys will know why certain actors will not be acting anymore, why certain dramas are completely scrapped, and um, why you literally will not hear about certain actors anymore. If you enjoy this type of content and there's specific types of information you want us to follow, let us know. Send us an email at karenandkathy at chasingdramas.com. Post on our social media or on our website at chasingdramas.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. And let's dive right into it. First up is Thung Lun, who has now been blacklisted due to tax evasion. This really breaks my heart, honestly, because I... (laughs) I mean, not a huge fan of Thung Wen, but I like him. So, Mr. Thung Wen, or Alan Dung, was publicly denounced by the Chinese government for committing tax evasion on March 15th, 2022. He was fined an astonishing 106 million yuan, or the equivalent of around 16 million U.S. dollars for this. Apparently, he and his company committed tax fraud in both 2019 and 2020. They were warned by the Shanghai Municipal Tax Service in both years, but he ignored them. Despite posting a long apology on Weibo as soon as the news broke. So um, the central government or Chinese government posted a long news article about his quote-unquote crimes. He posted a long apology on Weibo, which is a Chinese social media platform. But that did nothing to help him. Thung Nguyen became blacklisted. So what does that mean, blacklisted? Let's put it this way. When you become blacklisted by the Chinese government as a a celebrity, that just means you do not exist. This means no social media, no business opportunities, and no new dramas. Basically full-blown censorship. He just does not exist anymore on the web. Well, he wasn't completely blacklisted. There's like different levels and he's not on the worst level. Yes. At least you can search his name and articles will pop up. There does exist out in the wild a list of actors and actresses who have been blacklisted over the years. Unfortunately, he is now on that list. 
And it was quite shocking because Deng Lun on Weibo, so the Chinese equivalent of Twitter, had a huge following, meaning millions and millions of followers. And so the moment that this news broke out, people were on his Weibo seeing what's going on. And then suddenly all of his um, posts were deleted. His profile was gone. And let's just say the phrase in Chinese is called exploded. Yeah, it was a huge um, like bombshell of news. Mm hmm. Yeah, so that is kind of like the baseline. There are also a couple of pretty famous actors and actresses on that list, too, who are blacklisted, but to the extreme. You literally cannot search their names anymore. Um, I think maybe in a future episode we'll talk about them, probably in the next few weeks, because they are actually quite famous. So let me also give you an example of what has happened. In June, earlier this month... So we're in June 2022. Um, Deng Lun was spotted out and about uh, for a personal trip. He became trending on Weibo and the amount of views was shocking because that was the first time he was like publicly seen for the past three months. I think the viewership or readership of uh, that specific article or like hashtag was over 100 million uh, views in um, in China. But only a couple hours later, you cannot search for that uh, tag anymore. It just does not exist. That is how extreme the Chinese government will take um, for somebody who has been blacklisted. I am pretty shocked at this. I'm like very sad, like I said, because I never saw it coming. I he, have, yeah, uh, he doesn't he doesn't give the you know the aura like tax of a I mean yeah know, it's just uh, there's speculation that maybe his company did something, but who knows. I've always liked him, um, and I've seen him in quite a few dramas over the years. And in particular, he was very popular in a lot of reality TV shows. Uh, for audiences, he's probably the most familiar in Ashes of Love or Xiangmi Chen Chen Jin Ru Shuang that came out in 2018. For American audiences, this drama can actually still be found on Netflix. He was also in Ode to Joy 2 or Huan Le Song. Princess Agents, Chu Chao Chuan, and Sweet Dreams, or Yi Tianling Yi Ye. Most of those can be found on YouTube. And he was also in uh, the film, The Yin Yang Master, Dream of Eternity, which is on Netflix. I mean, that film was like, eh, whatever. He was like, semi-naked. I mean, like, uh, yeah, just undressed for a lot of it. It was a lot of gay vibes in that film. But anyways, whatever. It was was interesting. (laughs) What I mentioned is his bread and butter, I think, is actually a lot of the reality TV shows because not only is he hilarious, but also incredibly intelligent. I loved him also on season five of Where Are We Going, Dad? or Baba Chunarla, which was so cute. Um, and he is also hilarious in Go Fighting or Dixian Tiaojan. A show that I really liked he um, that he hosted, uh, which is not as popular because it focused more on history, is called Revival of the Palace Museum or Shang Xin Le Gu Gong, which actually is where um, he goes with a couple of his celebrity friends to learn about uh, history at the Forbidden Palace and create new products with the inspiration of these old um, artifacts or parts of the museum. What was most devastating for me this year was actually that I've been obsessed with a uh, reality TV show called Who's the Murderer or um, uh, Ming Xin Da Jin Tan. 
And he was supposed to be on one of the episodes and the news broke out and we had weeks of delay for the show and the episode that he was supposed to be in, which was supposed to air literally the next day, got scrapped. So we will never see the light of day for that episode. So I feel like as a true New Yorker, you're just like, oh God, Dunlin, why couldn't you have had this news break out like a week later so I could see this episode? But anyways, um, that was a heartbreak for me this year. Right? It really sucks because his career is completely toast, or at least until the Chinese government decides that he's not on the blacklist. He finished filming a Yeluyuren, or Night Wanderer, with Nini back in, I think, November of 2021, and it was in post-production. I was really looking forward to it. Now, no one knows what's going to happen to that drama. I think it's just going to get shelved. I feel pretty bad for the rest of the cast and crew, especially Nini. She looks gorgeous in those behind-the-scenes photos. Sun Lun also got dropped from all of his sponsorships and deals. That includes some pretty high-profile ones like Bulgari and Roger Vivier. He can now live as a quote-unquote normal human being, but he cannot go back into the spotlight anymore. At least for now. Again, this is kind of a light punishment for tax evasion. Well... I don't know, like the Chinese government has been cracking, cracking down, down like quite heavily on celebrities. Which is like instilling um, what they call like better ethics because there's just been too much craziness going on in the Chinese entertainment industry. And now definitely companies are or celebrities are paying much more close attention to their finances for their um, personal companies. Okay, let's move on to the next... <laughs> Super sad bombshell. And that is Wang Li Hong. What can I say about the Wang Li Hong? Or um, I think in English you call him Li Hong Wang. He and Jay Chow were some of the biggest male singers in the pop early stars. Yeah, yeah, pop stars in the early 2000s. And let's just say that Kathy and I, along with millions of young girls in our teenage years, were obsessed with the music that Li Hong produced. He is actually American by birth, but made his career in Taiwan, so his English was impeccable, and his Chinese, it's, yeah, or is impeccable, and his our Chinese is actually like, um, eh, I don't know if, uh, if it's better than ours, but. Um, in any case, he had a number of huge hits throughout the years with my personal favorite album of his called Heroes of Earth or Gai Shi Ying Xiong. It's an absolute banger. Still an absolute banger. Yeah. So it was, you know, Wang Li Hong, we haven't heard or thought about him in a while, but he was such a big like influence for many, many people in like the 2000s. So what happened? So what happened? Yeah. In December of 2021, which... Uh, then continued all through the be to the beginning of 2022, his wife since 2013 and the mother to his three children publicly revealed his adultery and abuse in their marriage. This was a huge revelation in the entertainment industry because it wasn't pretty or at it least was how, how it played out was ugly, not. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Lee Holm had been hiring prostitutes, doing drugs, and was emotionally abusive to his wife, while also completely ignoring the care of their children. It was upsetting because Li Jinglei, the wife, made extremely long posts detailing the abuse she suffered during the marriage. Naturally, the world turned on Wang Li Hong, particularly because he was having these trysts during the pandemic. During the pandemic. Yeah, during the pandemic, which made everything look even worse. 
uh, that. And because whenever Li Jinglei posted a long accusatory post, it got to the point where we were like, okay, can you guys stop? Yeah, <laughs> stop can posting? you stop posting? Like, <laughs> we don't care. Deal with this? Um, Wang Li Hong would actually take forever to respond or maybe even not respond, which basically implied that whatever she was saying was true. Uh, it didn't get to the point where at least is now not at the point of an Amber Heard or Johnny Depp trial. But let's just say it's like, you know, very public that this back and forth was super ugly. Wang Li Hong has since decided to take a very long hiatus from any public engagements as he sorts through his mess. I mean, I don't know who would still want to hire him. It got to a point where some other um, Taiwanese celebrities were either publicly denouncing or supporting Wang Li Hong. And uh, that also caused a rift for like whatever friend groups that they were all in. And anyways, I first of all, really don't know where his career would go from here. Um, Yeah, he basically committed um, social suicide. Kathy and I were on a long drive back to our parents' house from New York one day. No, and no, no. I think it was like the day after the news broke out. <laughs> yeah, in like January or something like that. Or December. I can't remember exactly when. Uh, but we thought, you know what? Oh, gosh, we can't enjoy his music anymore. So we just like karaoke and belted out all of our favorite Lee Home songs on the car as a last homage to our childhood idol. And the entire time in the car, we were like, God damn it, Lee Home. Like, why can't you have been a better person? Because your songs are actual bangers even now. And now because like, you're such a terrible person, we can't listen to them anymore. <laughs> so it was. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm really sad. He's not the only one to have completely had their images blow up and their careers destroyed, but it's pretty, pretty bad. Um, or for like the, at least for us, it was like your childhood idol that you like really looked up to. Or he, was, like he is legitimately super talented. talented. And then, yeah, he's like, oh, God, just a terrible person. Um, the other funny thing is that soon after the news broke, we were like, oh, my God, Jay Chow, please, please, please don't have any bad dirt come out or just like don't be revealed to be a terrible person because my fragile 13 year old heart can't handle it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. But I would yeah. say most of our idols growing up have, um, now, have now been, um, you know, revealed to be terrible people. So we're like, Jay Chow, please be that one last shining beacon of, uh, yeah, and, of goodness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next piece of entertainment news, which is also not great, is the divorce of one Mr. Huang Xiaoming and Angela Baby, his now ex-wife. They were married in October of 2015 and after almost seven years of marriage, divorced on January 28th, 2022. Let's just say this. When they got divorced, Karen, what was your reaction? Finally. So the reaction on Twitter or Weibo was literally no one was surprised that this happened because I feel like ever since they were married, there was speculation about the fact that they like it was a sham marriage or that they didn't really, you know, care for each other. And the rumors became more rampant in recent years. So when they finally divorced, everyone was like, OK, moving on. So the reason why we bring it up is because it it, it was. Does. The both of them have been a force in Chinese dramas and, of course, the entertainment his- industry for, for the, the last couple of years. Like, 
I would say decade. Uh, not as much Angela Baby. So Angela Baby's career really took off with her association with Huang Xiaoming. Huang Xiaoming was popular for a number of years um, before they got married, and her career really took off with his help. Before they met, she was just a model in Hong Kong. She was born in 1989, so I think they met in the late 2000s or early early 2010s, so she was like early 20s, right? Yeah, and uh, he is born in 1977, so a pretty big age difference. Yeah, so he was already a big name celebrity. So we watched him in a number, uh, of, dramas. A number of dramas, like dating back all the way to like 2001. Yeah. So they started dating. He has had his fair share of past relationships and girlfriends. She has, let's just say, also has had her share of uh, gossip-worthy bows. Um, they started dating. They publicly announced their relationship in 2014. Now, Angela Baby's career completely took off, of course, with the help of Huang Xiaoming. What do we mean by that? She became the only female MC in 2014 for the very, at the time, very popular uh, Chinese variety show, Running Man. Running Man, of course, it was a spin-off, spin-off of or a bought, you know, bought the rights from the Korean version of Running Man, and she was the only female MC. And that show was insanely popular, particularly for the first like four or five seasons, I would say. The first season was like really, you know, got a lot of um, eyeballs, and then it got more and more popular and has since kind of faded a little bit, but it's still a force. It's like, it's like tent pole. Yeah. It's, we're currently on season 10 and they're still doing it. So great for them. Angela Baby, that was super popular for her. And she also acted in a number of dramas um, and movies. So a couple of dramas that she was in was Gu Fang Bu Zishang, or The, the General, General and I, which was critically panned. <laughs> it was Terrible. Can I just say it was so bad? I was watching it for um what's his name? Zhong Han Liang. Yeah. What's his name in English? Anyways, um I've loved him from you know most of the dramas. Most of the dramas. I even read the book and then I watched that drama and I was like, oh my god, you're very pretty, but this drama sucks. Yes. Um, and then that came out in 2017. Same thing with um Yun Zhongge, which is the Love Yunge from the Desert, which is a book that we also read that I really, really liked. And like, she is ridiculed for her acting in that drama as well. Again, she's very pretty. She just couldn't act in those. So they got married, like I said, in 2015. This was called a wedding of the century type situation. The wedding cost 200 million Chinese yuan. So that's around like... 30 million dollar US dollars in 2015. So probably a little bit more. And on the global list of like most expensive weddings, like for the US, you think Kardashians or things like that. This was even more extravagant than the Kardashian weddings. The guest list was over 2000 people. And you even have people like the founder of Alibaba, Jack Ma, sending a congratulatory video to them that they shared during the wedding. We're going to end with the fact that the couple do have a son together, and it does seem like it was a mutually amicable split.
All right. The last piece of news, I mean, and there's plenty of things that happened in the uh, beginning of the year, but these were the key pieces that we cared about or were personally impacted by. This last piece is talking about Wang Xingling, and it's actually a good piece of news. The story starts off with the newest season of Cheng Feng Polang the Jiejie, or Sister Who Makes Waves. This is the third season of this reality TV show uh, with the first season coming out in 2020 and was a huge hit. So the premise of this show is uh, there are 30, over 30 women who are singers, actors, dancers from the Chinese entertainment industry. And you would say that because they're over 30, uh, the implication is that maybe they have been past their prime and are taking this opportunity to get back into the limelight. The first season was incredibly well received because a lot of the singers or actresses that we have not seen uh, in a long time were able to showcase just how talented and capable they were. And so a lot of them became incredibly popular right after. So a few names like uh, Jin Chen, Lan Yingying, uh, Ning Jing, etc. became much more well-known. And like this was a pivot point in their careers that were maybe stagnant or uh, you would possibly say failing. So we are currently now on the third season. The most surprising person um, or hit out of this show is none other than Wang Xingling. She is a Taiwanese singer whom Kathy and I loved growing up. She's actually 39 now, but when you look at her, you're like, wow, she still looks amazing for, for her age. And you could think she's probably in her early 20s. Um, her singing style is that of, you know, it's more cutesy pop and worked really well while um, she was just super popular. And, you know, she has a lot of hits. She was popular in the same era um, with uh, Wang Lihong, Jay Chow, and like Joe Lin's but has since kind of stagnated in her career as well. In any case, she came back on and no one really thought that Wang Xinling would be popular, but she came on stage and all of the 30 sisters came on stage and did a rendition of whatever piece they wanted. And she played and danced her hit, I Me, which just means to love you. The amount of videos and memes that came out from this video or this clip was insane. Why? Because the internet blew up with <laughs> video clips of friends or girlfriends and wives filming their husbands or, or boyfriends friends. or brothers or whomever that are like uh, oh, middle-aged, like, like millennial, late millennials um, that paused at seeing Wang Xiling uh, sing and dance and many of them knew the cute dance the iconic dance for this uh, song and started dancing along with her um, so many clips that I saw which always put a smile on my face of like dads holding their newborn, dad bods dad, dad bods <laughs> with their newborn children on one hip then also like kicking you know along with the dance stuff and it was just so cute a lot of men who were like oh I don't want to watch this show then the moment they hear watching they just perk up and are like totally mesmerized at seeing their childhood idol as well on stage and just killing it. Karen, do we want to put a clip on it right yes, now? Yes, we will. Here's the clip.
after this clip came out, Wang Xingling quickly went to the top of all of the trending charts and her music, her songs, um, again, became like most listened to in the last you know, few weeks um, and reached her highest listenership. And I, I don't know, maybe a decade or something like that. <laughs> What's even more funny is that people, because they were like, I want to vote for Wang Xinlin so that she can do well on this reality TV show, said, because I can't vote, they actually went out with their wallets and bought stock for uh, Hunan Television, uh, which is the host company for this show. And so the stock price skyrocketed thanks to Wang Xinlin. That is just the, uh, um, the impact or influence of... Cindy Wong, which I completely understand. I was listening to her music on repeat nonstop for a few weeks after um, this clip came out as well. You know, maybe we'll see Karen do the dance. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was so funny. Um, I'm just really excited to see this season three of Chengfeng Pul on the Jiejie. A lot of the ladies on there are actresses or singers that we've enjoyed um, growing up, such as the Hong Kong duo Twins. Both of them are on there. Um, the actress Hui Xinger from TVB, who we really liked, um, and a number of other folks who, um, yeah, we're just excited to see them show show it off. For folks who are uh, fans of Yan Xi Gongyue or... Um, the story of Yancy Palace, the main character, um, Wei Yingluo, or her, um, her actress Wu Jingyan is also Actually, on, on the season. season as well. So if you want to check it out and see them killing it on stage, why not? Would, would highly recommend it. It's certainly on YouTube and I think it has um, English subtitles. I mean, you don't really have to watch it with English subtitles just to see their uh, singing dance performances, but still really good to kind of get a behind the scenes look of these more mature women. Okay, and that is it for today's In The Know podcast episode. We went through quite a bit. <laughs> Honestly, it was just us rambling on. Let us know what you thought of these podcast episodes. If you like them, we'll continue to make them. Um, and yeah, we, we just like and enjoy talking about this as well. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you in the next episode.